Welcome to the Soul Studio for Your Career podcast, helping you evolve your career from the inside out. Hi, this is Lisa Espinosa, spiritual career coach and award-winning author of the book, Answering Your Inner Calling. This is episode six. Welcome. Thank you for being here. I'm so grateful your soul led you here. So before I start today's teaching, let's go ahead and start with an invocation just to set the space. So if you can take some nice cleansing breaths. If it's not safe for you to close your eyes right now, just listen, just be in your heart. And I call upon a beautiful golden light to surround all of us, everyone who's listening to this podcast, whenever you listen to it, whether it's now in 2019 or five years from now. And I invite this circle to be surrounded in grace and miracles and blessings and wisdom and that you get empowered to share more of your soul's medicine in your career. Because as I always remind you, nobody else has your unique light and gifts. So we end this invocation and begin today's teaching with a namaste. Namaste, everyone. All right. So today's teaching is called Healing Your Burdened Parts, Part 2. So this is a continuation of episode five, which was a continuation of episode four. So episode four, five, and six is a three-part series. So if you are new to my work, particularly my teachings about your inner parts, I definitely recommend you go back to episode four first, listen to that, and then episode five before you listen to this one, because it probably won't make a lot of sense. So before I start today's teaching, I want to share a little bit of um, what happened with my class. So I know last episode, I was inviting those of you who are in the Chicagoland area. Of course, you're always invited wherever you are, but I know it's easier if, if I'm in Chicago, if you live here locally. And the class I was teaching called Protective Energy Shielding at Work, and I was sharing that it was the first time I taught that class. I actually don't know if I said that in episode five. I think I did say that. And it was awesome. This was this Wednesday. And well, one reason I'm sharing this is because I will be sharing some of those teachings in upcoming podcast episodes. I know I keep saying that. <laughs> I keep saying like in upcoming episodes, I will share this. And I'm not just saying that. It's just season one is really, you know, foundational. It's just, I'm teaching you just all of those basics that are so important. And I've already got all these episode ideas and plans for season two. So that's going to be one of them for sure. But the main reason I wanted to share about this class on Wednesday was that I was so scared. Oh my gosh. I mean, I prepared for it. And I mean, these are things, you know, protective energy shielding at work, which I know is a long title. It's all about how do you especially those of you who are very sensitive. How do you share your gifts, your creativity at work without getting uh, just bombarded by depleting energy, particularly if your environment can be stressful or if you work with people who are in a lot of pain, whether physical or emotional. So I've talked about that when I lead Reiki trainings. I talk about that with my students, but I had never done it as a class, like a two-hour offering. 
And I didn't know when I planned this class that it was going to be videotaped. So my, and I only learned that like a week before I was going to teach it. So as I was preparing for the class, you know, I was nervous. And then when I realized it was going to be recorded and I was going to have to be mic'd and there, I was going to record a trailer and all these things, my, these different parts of me, which relates to today's class, I mean, some were excited, but many of them were very, very scared. And, you know, I used my tools leading up to the day, but the day of, which was this past Wednesday, I, this particular venue is very far from my house, so I had to drive a long way. So I got there like two hours early, and I was already supposed to be there early just for the recording, you know, for them to prep me for the recording part. So I was there like four hours early, and it was like four hours of all my parts that were scared just being very loud and it gave me so much compassion for all of you i mean i in general i feel that but when i go through this myself and i was so reminded how much courage it takes to say yes to our soul's guidance about our career and this might seem like a big example or not, you know, teaching a new class, it being recorded. It's you know, it's going to be offered as an online course at some point. Um, but whatever, whatever your step is that's causing you to feel nervous or insecure, it could be something as small as or seemingly small as sharing a new idea at a work meeting or integrating some spiritual practice with your students, whatever it is, if it's causing you to feel nervous and insecure and you do it anyway, that takes so much courage. So I just have so much compassion for all of you. And I, and I really want to model for you the importance after you take those courageous steps to celebrate yourself and thank yourself. And um, I've been doing that these past few days after the class and I mean I didn't take myself out to like a party but at home just really being so kind to my parts and just really letting them know that they did such a good job and avoiding going into analysis right of like okay what did I you know how could I do it better I should have done that and there will be a time for that for sure next week I'll take some time to reflect and refine this offering because I know every time I teach it, it'll get better. But for now, what I need the most, what my parts need the most is just gratitude and celebration. So anyway, that's a little bonus teaching today <laughs> uh, for all of you, whatever steps you're taking, recognize the courage it takes because it's so much easier to say no to our soul, to just be like, nope, I'm not ready. Um, I guess one last thing I want to say about this is that so many times my clients, and this was true of me too, don't recognize the courage that they're showing. Like they're just so focused on what still needs to get done. So I want you to pause today and really recognize the courage that you're showing. And maybe right now the courage is taking 30 minutes out of your day to listen to a podcast like this, right? To say, okay, I'm committed enough that I'm going to take the time to listen and to do the meditation. All right, my dears, so let's begin. In episode four, I talked about those parts that sabotage you, right? I shared that tool of the parts diagram so you could identify the loudest part, the part that has noble intentions, 
but it's sabotaging whatever step or steps you're trying to take that your soul is guiding you to take to evolve your career. Then in episode five, I shared that our parts, these sub-personalities, sometimes people call them, they often communicate through our physical body so that it's really important and essential that you connect with the sensation in your physical body that this part is creating for you. So in episode five, I shared, for example, if you had a part that kept sabotaging you by saying you need more training before you can do XYZ, whatever it is, you know, you need to get more training. And I think I offered the example of my students who are therapists who learn Reiki from me and want to start integrating Reiki with their clients, but they have a part that comes up often that's like, no, you're not ready. You need to get more training. You need to read more books. And it just is like a, a way to procrastinate and not really take that step. So imagining then in episode five, I guided you to imagine, okay, let's say this is a part you had that you recognize, okay, this part is sabotaging me. And then I shared all the questions you could ask this part. Once you identified where in your physical body you felt it, let's say you felt it in your stomach or you felt it on your shoulder. And I guided you, I shared specific questions to ask, to get clarity, to start to unblend from the part. Unblend meaning that you create this beautiful boundary between you and this part of you. And although that might sound like, oh, wait, I'm, I'm rejecting the part. Actually, you are able to help this part, love this part, heal this part so much more with healthy boundaries, just like in external relationships. It's the same thing. So I also shared in episode five that if you really have no physical sensation. That sometimes happens. Occasionally I have clients who are like, I don't know where I feel it in my body. That's okay. You know, I, I invited you in episode five to just practice it, just test it out. Sometimes you think you don't have any physical sensation. And when you start asking the questions, information comes up. So, but if you don't, that's okay. Just continue and go to the questions I will share today. You can still do this work. So today's episode, I'm going to share with you now the questions to ask once you've unblended from this part. You've identified what the loudest part. You've identified a saboteur, right? A part that's sabotaging you. You've gotten clear on the physical sensation. Or if you haven't, that's okay. You go to these questions. And I guided you in episode five, right, to imagine now that you have this part in front of you. You've invited to you've invited this part to come out in front of you. Now, as I said many times before in the previous episodes, when you do parts work, most of the time your eyes are closed and you are entering what people call non-ordinary reality so that you're not bound by space and time. And please understand that this doesn't mean you're making it up. You will have a voice, as I shared before, that might say, like, am I making this up? Just allow that voice to be there and just keep going. Once you practice this several times and you see the effects, you recognize, wow, that really helped me to get clarity. That helped me to release that sabotaging pattern. 
that is helping me to evolve my career and take more courageous steps, then you will you will understand like, wow, this really works. And you don't need to logically understand how it works. Okay. So when I say you're inviting this part out in front of you, I don't mean that it's physically there. It's you are visualizing it in front of you. And like I said, most of the time your eyes are closed when you're doing this. So let's say you have this part in front of you, right? And the first thing that you want to do, right, just to remind you of this, when you notice now, okay, the part is in front of you, right? You've got your eyes closed. You visualize this part. It might look like you. It might look like a rock. It might look like a tree. It might just look like a ball of energy. Our parts use symbols to communicate with us. So it doesn't need to make logical sense. Just allow whatever symbol shows up. And just as an aside, if the part, if you weren't able to bring the part out in front of you, and it wants to stay in your body, if you're just like, it's not coming out, it's just kind of, I still feel it in my stomach, you can continue with the questions and just dialogue with it in your body, okay? Ideally, you want it to be in front of you because it's easier to relate to it. And usually what I have found for those clients that have trouble doing that part, that, yeah, (laughs) doing that part of like unblending, like having the part in front of them, visualizing it in front of them, I've noticed that after we do it a couple of times, that gets easier. So you have this part in front of you. And the first thing you're going to do is you're going to ask yourself, how do I feel towards this part when I look at it or when I connect with it in my body. And you want to know that you feel curious, maybe you feel compassion, or you feel neutral. Those are all acceptable. If you look at this part and you feel anything else like annoyed, frustrated, angry, even like if you feel like, oh my gosh, I feel so bad for this part, All of those are signs that you're not ready to work with this part. So let me explain. When we're doing parts work, when you get to this really beautiful part of it, where you're befriending the part, where you're going to help it heal and unburden, you want to be as aligned with your soul as possible, right? You want to be in this beautiful space that you're not going to try to rush the process. And the way to know that you're ready is that what I said, you either feel curious or you feel compassion, or you feel neutral. If you feel angry or frustrated, or like I said, over-emotional, then you know that you actually have to work with that part, not the part that you invited out in front of you. I know this can get confusing. The language (laughs) can get confusing. So let me give you an example. Let's stick with that thread that we've been using of there's a part that's saying you need to get more training before you can share more of your medicine at work. So let's say you have this part in front of you. And let's just say for this example that it looks like you. That you just, you know, you visualize a part that looks like you, but but it's, you know, you when it comes out in front of you, it's just like pacing back and forth. You can see it looks really worried and stressed. And when you look at it and you ask yourself, well, how do I feel when I look at this part? If you feel like, wow, I feel curious, I want to know more, or I feel compassion, I want to help it, or I feel neutral, then you know you can proceed. But if you look at it and you're like, I'm so annoyed, oh my gosh, stop doing that, or you feel stressed, or you're like, ugh, this is so irritating, 
or you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm so, I feel so bad for it. I'm just so emotional when I look at it. Then you know it's not time yet for you to work with it. You're not ready. And that's okay. I don't say that with any judgment. What it means is, oh, I have to work with this part of me that's angry at it. That's the part I need to work with. So when you have this part in front of you, let's say, so that I can guide you through these questions, that you look at this part that's pacing back and forth and you feel curious. You look at it and you're like, oh, wow, I'm curious about that part. So these are the questions you're going to ask. Now, please know that it's different when you're listening to me just kind of list the questions. You might be like, how am I ever going to know the answers to this? First of all, it's not you. You're going to ask the part. And know that when you're in that space of healing, you're entering a different vibration and answers will come. Okay, so the first question you're going to ask as you look at the part is, are you mine? So you might need to really get the part's attention. So let's say, like the example I gave you, you see this part in front of you. It looks like you. It's pacing back and forth. And you just welcome it. And again, you're not saying this out loud. You're just doing this in your mind. Unless it helps you if you're by yourself and it helps you to do it out loud. Most of my clients and when I do this work, it's just in my mind. And you might just kind of like wave at the part or just let it see you. Make sure that it's looking at you. And when it makes eye contact with you, first just, I guess, before the question, are you mine? I should have said this. Just welcome it. Just say, thank you for being here. You're safe. I'm not going to hurt you. And... Sometimes, you know, if I was seeing a part in front of me that was pacing back and forth, I might say to the part, do you want a chair to sit at? Do you want some water? Again, this is all happening in your mind. And sometimes parts will be like, yeah, okay. So then you just make them more comfortable. But you don't force them, right? You just, you're asking. Again, this is just like if you had a person in front of you who looked really stressed and how you would be approaching them. And then once they have your attention and you have you have their attention you ask are you my part 99% of the time they will say yes if they say no if it's somebody else's part there's a whole different process for that we're going to focus on the example of this is your part because again the vast majority of the time it is okay later we'll talk about that other possibility if it's not yours so then once it's like yes I'm your part you ask the question how long have you been with me and it's really important that you do not make assumptions. You don't start thinking in your head, oh, I know how long this part's been with me. No, you ask it. You are in a beginner's mind. You're in an open mind. You make no assumptions. You always ask the part, even if you're pretty sure you know the answer. I can't tell you how many times I've been surprised. So you're asking, how long have you been with me? The part might say forever or since you were five or since you were in college, just ask. If it doesn't know, which occasionally happens because they're so just kind of focused on their job, that's okay. Just keep going. Then you're going to ask, what is your job or your role? Or another way to ask this qu that question is, how do you help me? Sometimes when you say, what is your job? Parts will know right away. For example, they might say, oh, I protect you. But sometimes they're like, my job, I don't know, what do you mean? So then you can say, you know, every part has a job, has a role. What is your role? So then they might say, oh, I protect you. Or I, I help you by making sure you don't make mistakes. 
one of those ways to say the question will elicit an answer. So again, you're not rushing. So when you do this work, you want to make sure you create some time for it, right? You have, you set aside 30 minutes. I mean, if you have an hour, you can do that. The more you practice this, sometimes you can do just like a 10 minute session just to start. So then the next question, this is like the key question. Actually, let me slow this down a little bit. So you've asked the the part, how do you help me? Let's say a lot of times a part will say, I protect you. Or to use that example I shared, you know, I make sure you don't make mistakes. So then you're asking the question, what are you afraid will happen if you stop doing that job? So that's a really like key question. What are you afraid would happen if you stopped helping me in this way? So if this part said, I help you stop, you know, I help you by making sure you don't make mistakes at work, you could say, well, what are you afraid will happen if you stop making sure that I don't make mistakes? And listen to what it has to say. I mean, the parts will, will answer. It might say, well, you'll make mistakes. And then you keep asking, well, what then? What will happen if I make mistakes? Well, then people might judge you. And then you keep asking that. Well, then what would happen if people judged me? Well, you might lose your job. And then you ask, you keep going. Well, what would happen if I lost my job? Well, you wouldn't have money. And what would happen if I didn't have money? You wouldn't be able to pay your rent. And what would happen if I wasn't able to pay my rent? Well, your whole family would struggle. And what would happen then? And you just keep going till the end to figure out what is its core fear. It's so interesting when you do this that a lot of times the core fear ends up being either you will die, people you love will be hurt, or you will be abandoned. A lot of times that's what it ends up being. From something that seems totally unrelated. So you're, again, you're being very compassionate, very curious, you're not judging. You're just asking, again, what are you afraid will happen if you stop doing this job? You listen to the answer and then you keep asking, well, then what would happen? So you get to the end. So then once you hear this, you thank the part, right? You're like, wow, you have been so loyal. Thank you. Thank you for helping me in this way for so long. And this is why I said in the beginning that you want to make sure that when you're talking to this part, you feel either curious, compassionate, or neutral, or a combination of those three. Because if you don't, it would be really hard for you to hear all this and respond in a way that this part feels respected and honored. But if you really are, you know, aligned with your soul as you do this work and you're feeling curious and compassionate, you're going to genuinely be grateful. Even if you recognize that this isn't helping you anymore, you will understand like, wow, you have helped me throughout my life in so many ways. Thank you for doing this. And when you genuinely thank your part, that already starts the healing. It's so interesting to me that just that part of thanking it starts the healing. So then you go on and you ask the part, do you know what year it is? It's so interesting. Many times they're like, no. (laughs) Or they're just confused by the question, what do you mean? So you're going to show this part a slideshow of your life. 
You, so if you were doing this today, you would say it's 2019 and you would just show it a slideshow. If you're married, if you have kids, the job you do, all of the resources and support systems you have in place, that's really important. You want to show these parts that you want to show them how uh, if you have a coach, you have a coach. If you have, you know, supportive friends, you show them your friends, you show them all the books that you've read, all the healing you've done, because these parts are often stuck in the past. They think you still need all this help and you don't need it in the same way. So notice how the part responds when you show it a slideshow of your life. A lot of times, again, it's like this is another part of the healing. It's like, oh, the part's like you're not 15 anymore or you don't live with your parents anymore or you're not at that old job anymore or wow, you have like these supportive friends now. So the part starts to understand, oh, I can relax. I don't have to help you in this way. So that's what you're letting it know now. You say, thank you so much, but you don't need to do this job anymore. Reassure it that you're not firing it. You're not getting rid of it because you can't. Let it know you're always going to be with me, but it can either retire and just kind of hang out or, and most parts, they still want to help you say, or it can help you, but in a different way. But before doing that, it needs to get unburdened. It needs to release its burdens. So you ask it, are you willing to do that? And many times the parts will say, yes, oh my gosh, yes. Now that I understand that you're, you know, 45, that you don't need me to do this in this way. Yes, I want to release my burdens. I want to help you in a different way. This is called the befriending aspect of the practice. I write about it in my book, so I highly recommend that um, if you're interested in this, you know, in there I just share a lot more. So sometimes this won't be done in one session and that's totally, totally okay. So then you just let it know, okay, I'm going to, you know, I will come back. So you keep doing this in different times and you journal and you're just with the part. We don't rush it. But I'm going to, I want to guide you through this whole uh, process. So let's just say the part's like, yes, I'm ready. So then you ask the part, how do you want to unburden? How do you want to release these burdens? The parts always know you never decide for them. You ask them. And the part might say, I want to release my burdens into the earth. I want to send them to the light. I want to build a fire and burn them in the fire. Again, you're doing this all internally in your inner world. So after that part is done, after they release their burdens, then you ask the part the question, what do you want to do now? And a lot of times the part might just need some time. Like, I just want to rest, but, you know, you reassure it. I'm going to come back. We will continue talking. We will figure out what is going to be your next job. You know, how you're going to help me. And sometimes parts right away are like, oh, I'm ready. I want to help you. Now, instead of making sure you don't make mistakes, my new job, I want it to be that I encourage you, that I, that I bring to mind all the awesome things you've done. So I'm just giving you that as an example, because I've heard that before with my clients. So then you're like, yeah, that sounds awesome. We're going to do that. And you let the part know, and this is really important, that because it has been doing this job for so long, right? Whatever the job was, let's say again, that it was helping you not make mistakes. It might've been doing that for 10, 20, 30 more years in your life. Say that it's okay after the session is done, if it still gets a little triggered because it was doing that for so long. And just let it know that if it does, you're just gonna remind it. 
Remember, we already released this. Remember that I am safe. Okay, so just let it know. And that'll help the part a lot because that might happen. So then once this is done, you take some nice cleansing breaths. You thank the part. You thank your soul. You thank all of your parts because probably there are many other parts of you that were watching this. And then you ask your soul to fill your whole body with light. And actually, let me back up a little bit. You ask the part where it wants to be now. So does it want you to create a garden for it, a library, a spa? Remember, you're in non-ordinary reality, so you can create whatever this part wants to feel safe. So ask it that and create that for the part. And then, yes, you thank it. You thank all the parts that are watching. You take some cleansing breaths. You ask your soul to fill you with light. And then if you have time, you know, once you stretch and open your eyes, you know, drink some water, journal, write a couple of things down, take a walk. Know that the healing will continue after the session is done. So I just went through this whole all these questions right in about whatever it was 10 minutes i don't know how long that was and again and i explained this in the book you might do this over a series of days the more you do it the more your inner system starts to relax and experience wholeness and it gets easier because when you work with one part it heals it starts to heal all of your different parts it's really this beautiful process. So as we get ready for the meditation, I just want to remind you that this is really sacred work, that you don't have to understand how it works logically. You don't need to be perfect at it. As long as you are aligned with your soul's guidance, as long as you have that intention, you will start to experience healing. And it's a practice, it's a process for sure. When I do my next Facebook Live, which will be, what is it, November 18th, 2019. I'm doing one Facebook Live a month, at least. I probably will be talking about the parts then. So you can watch that. And, and all the Facebook Lives are recorded on my Facebook page and also my YouTube channel. Because sometimes it helps to have a visual. So go ahead and take some nice cleansing breaths. If you're not at a place where you can close your eyes and all of that, just come back to this part of the call later. So close your eyes, take some nice cleansing breaths. And I want you to visualize that there's this beautiful golden light hovering over the crown of your head. And this golden light represents the light of your soul. And of course we know your soul is inside of you. But visualizing it outside of you can be really helpful as well. So visualize this golden light. And now you are just going to be in a receptive space. Just let your heart know, I am ready to receive. I am willing to receive. And just see this golden light start to go down the crown of your head. Bathing your whole body. And as you feel it filling your body, know that it is bathing every part of you, all these parts, especially any parts that are holding burdens, especially any parts that might be sabotaging you. We know that those parts have noble intentions. So you're not trying to fix them right now. You're not trying to analyze. You're just allowing this golden light of your soul to send them healing. 
and just breathe as this happens just let yourself receive let this golden light fill every part of your body going down your face your neck your shoulders your arms and hands down your torso your stomach your hips your pelvis your knees ankles feet the light filling you completely and then as the light fills you you just bring the palms of your hands to your heart and you send gratitude to all of your parts which is saying thank you and then just saying I know some of you are burdened and to say that you are going to help them that your soul is going to help them and right now all they need to do is receive the love and compassion of your soul and take some nice cleansing breaths so we bring the palms of our hands together and we bow to each other and to our own beautiful heart and we end with a namaste thank you everyone as always it was such an honor to be here with you remember most of all that nobody else has your soul's medicine it is so needed in the world go out and share it If you want to explore the possibility of me mentoring and coaching you as you evolve your career from the inside out, I would love to talk. Go to my website, lisaespinosa.net, go to the Start Here page and read all about scheduling a private breakthrough session with me where I will help you get clarity on where you are now and where you want to go as far as your career. And if it feels like we're a good fit, I'll share with you the details of my different coaching programs. Talk to you soon.